First guest this morning will be the New South Wales Racing Minister, Mr Kevin Anderson. And of course, this is Kevin's uh, local electric here in Tamworth. Unfortunately, he can't be with us live today. He's on the road. He's got some busy meetings happening in regards to uh, water and whatnot down in Sydney with a number of the water ministers across the nation being in Sydney for a big conference. So uh, Kevin will join us uh, shortly, but he will be here on Sunday and as I say good morning to you, Minister, I'm sitting in the members' grandstand at the moment. It is a beautiful day in your neck of the woods, and I can tell you from all reports, it's going to be a big day here on Sunday. The food will be spectacular and the beer will be nice and ice cold for you. How are you, Minister? <laughs> and good morning, Dave. I am envious, mate. I know exactly where you are. I've been there many, many occasions, and... Uh Sadly, mate, I'm on the road as as you are most of your year as well. So I'm on the road as well. But uh, but uh, wish I could have joined you there this morning. Let's talk about the the way in which these country championships have unfolded already, and we've still got plenty of stories to come. Saturday, of course, in Albury. Sunday, of course, here in Tamworth, the location you'll be at. And then next week, we're in Maruya, uh, down there on the south coast, and then we head to Canamble. It's been brilliant to see the response from the local communities at all of these races conducted so far? I think this year has been quite exceptional. Um, every time the Country Championships Carnival rolls into a regional centre, there's always a benefit. But I think this year has been quite exceptional. The, you know, the, the carnivals that have been held so far have been um, of another standard, particularly around the people that have attended on course. Uh, the spin-offs there are hotels, motels, pubs, clubs. You know, it's, it's quite extraordinary, even... You know, Tamworth is the next on the agenda this Sunday, which we're really looking forward to. And then, and I'm going to be going to Canamble. I was trying to get to as many as I could. Um, definitely going to get to Canamble with you. And already accommodation is booked out in Canamble. You know, so, yeah. you know, people are now thinking, well, we've got to go to Dubbo or we've got to go to Gill or where have we got to go to, a you know, to get accommodation. So what it does, the economic benefit that racing is providing, that multiplier effect in our regional centres, uh, is, is a very good thing indeed, Dave. I think too, um, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but the, the way in which the infrastructure is developed at these particular locations, not so much just from what's happening on the track, but clubs are now investing in these days when it comes to their corporate facilities, when it comes to their members' area, and for that fact, their public areas, because they know that if they put a good show on for the public, that next time they have a race meeting, even if it's not a showcase meeting or a country championship, people will come again because they know it's been a good day out. And it's part of that experience. You know, people are looking for so much more than just the event. So they're looking for that experience as well. And, and I know that uh, the investment that uh, jockey clubs are putting into their facilities uh, to, to make them first class is, is, uh, is the next level. And people want good facilities as well. They want to go, hey, how good does this look? This is so beautiful. Just like Tung Curry, you know, the way that they did that. Um, you know, the Tuncurry Foster Club, it was a picture, as has others have been, Coffs Harbour as well, and, and Tamworth will be, um, will be uh, a spot on come Sunday. But this is something that people are looking for. It is that experience and driving that tourism dollar. So people will travel to get frocked up. Now, the women always look magnificent. The blokes always uh, whack a suit on. And, and uh, you know, there's that spin-off with, you know, the retailers in town that provide the suits and the clothes shops and, and so on. So, yeah, they're looking for that experience and uh, racing happens to be the key. 
I was reading last night uh, on the New South Wales government website, and we're chatting with the minister this morning, uh, the minister for racing, uh, the minister for hospitality and racing. Gee, it's a good title to have, uh, Kevin, <laughs> isn't it? I, I really, li- I really like that title. Um, there's nothing better than creating hospitality and racing. I think it's fantastic. But fourteen thousand people in regional New South Wales are employed because of this industry, and that is only going to grow, isn't it? Considering what this industry is doing from a funding point of view and, and the investment the government has made. Absolutely. Now, there was $67 million for the first time ever was pumped into uh, regional racing and country racing to upgrade those facilities we just talked about, not only from an infrastructure perspective like grandstands, toilets, bedding rings and so on, but also the safety of, of horses on tracks, like you're looking out over the grandstand now and there's, there's that magnificent... Um, a sand track that's been upgraded. You're looking at the course proper. We've just completed uh, the irrigation on that course proper. You know, that's over $1.6 million just to ensure that we provide the facilities and the safe working environment for those better horses to come. So we have our local trainers like Cody Morgan, like Troy O'Neill, uh, Sue Grills and others that get those better horses. So then you look at the tie-ups and the, and the overnight stalls and stables. So that sort of equipment and that sort of facility just lifts the benchmark. So to see that investment, it hadn't happened before. And, you know, we're going down to Scone uh, very shortly uh, to check on the upgrades there as well. So you're right, Dave, this, this is something that um, our regional trainers, our country trainers, are benefiting from by providing the better facilities. Mm, and we know, obviously, there's an election coming up, Minister, and obviously, uh, like there always is, it's a cycle. In regards to your tenure as Racing Minister, these would be some of the things that you are proud of, but from talking to you on air and off air, it sounds like there's plenty more that you've got in stall and plenty more that you'd be loving to do as a Racing Minister. We've got a very good relationship with Racing New South Wales, you know, with... Um, with Graham Hinton and Russell Balding and Peter Vlandes. And it's a very, very tight team, you know, and, and the ATC as well, you know, through Jamie Barkley and others. So what we do, and when you've got that good communication, when you've got the ability to pick up the phone and talk about ideas, fresh ideas, and people aren't afraid to embrace new ideas and think outside the box and say, why don't we do this? Or why don't we do that? How about we do this? And that's why we're seeing racing in New South Wales go ahead in leaps and bounds. And, and I won't talk about, you know, the difference of views on other jurisdictions, particularly down south. But, you know, when you think about the growth of racing in New South Wales, the Everest, the Kosciuszko, the country champs, what's next? And that's the view of racing New South Wales. And it's my job to do everything I can to support that and provide that platform and be that connector. So to be able to be part of what I think is a juggernaut of racing. Mm. It's, it's a bloody good job, Dave, and, you know, I love it, and, and I think there's so much more to come. So there's, uh, there's always opportunities in racing, and, and I think the day that you stop and say, look, you know, this is good, we're going to rest on our laurels, is the day you go backwards. So you've got to keep thinking. You can't keep setting the same race calendar every year and expect to grow your patrons and attract new markets like the 18 to 35s. So what's next? How do you then get fresh people and how do you get new syndicates in and the and the opportunities now to become a horse owner in a syndicate it's so much easier horse ownership is so much cheaper and affordable as well so you can get you know get right in amongst that thrill and the excitement of having a runner on race day I think too, and, and on your point about, and you mentioned you know other jurisdictions and their opinions on what's happening here in this state. I mean, there's a, there's a, a saying that's always resonated with me: don't get bitter, get better. 
And I think that uh, what's happening here in our state is obviously fantastic and we want to be quite parochial about it and that's our turf. And I think that um, if other states out there don't particularly like what's happening because of that success, go and get better yourself and uh, and have a crack. And, and you never know, it might just make the overall product across the country even better than it already is. One thing I do want to touch on with you, Minister, as well, we're obviously talking thoroughbred racing here, but your eye over the greyhound industry and also harness racing, and we have a number of those participants listening right now. You must be very proud of how those uh, other codes are going as well. We see greyhound racing going ahead in leaps and bounds, and even harness racing. That byproduct of the success which has been happening with the thoroughbreds is filtering through for those other codes, and we're seeing good turnover in those sports as well. I agree with you, Dave, and you need those three codes to be strong because they do support each other, and there is crossover, particularly across the three codes. Greyhounds, we've done a lot of work over the last few years to ensure that the welfare and integrity of the greyhound industry through the Greyhound Welfare um, uh, Integrity uh, Commission is overseeing all of that integrity component while, you know, uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales uh, does the heavy lifting in the operational side of it. Then you've got Jaboda, you know, the Greyhound Breeders Owners and Trainers Association are part of that mix as well. They've gone to another level as well. They don't want those bad old days to come back. They want them gone and anybody who is part of that is, is almost um, shunned within the industry because they don't want to be back there. They want to move forward as well and upgrading tracks to make sure that they are safer. We're looking at straight tracks, uh, one at Goulburn, we've got a new one at Richmond there. And while looking at the mid-north coast, uh, amalgamating some of those facilities so you do have a premier racing track on the mid-north coast backed up by uh, solid training facilities at other centres. So... You know, and Harness as well under the leadership of John Dummersney, um, you know, just a great guy. And, and again, being able to work with, pick up the phone and say, hey, you're tracking, what do you need? Um, you know, when you think about what the harness racing industry does and, you know, they've already pinched one of our great stewards, you know, Shane Cullen uh, from the Hunter and Northwest Racing Association. He's gone across the harness. So, you know, it's, um, uh, it's a great industry to be part of. And I agree, all three codes need to be strong because they do support each other in different ways. Pleasure talking to you this morning. I know your other title, you're obviously involved uh, with water uh, in the regards to ministry. I know all the water ministers are in Sydney at the moment across the country, so you're heavily um, in chats with that. But I'll tell you what, you'll probably need a beer by the time you get to to Tamworth on Sunday, and it'll be a, a great day here. I know that the country championship fields will be out uh, for this particular region. I think, Kevin, these two race meetings, I said this this morning to the Big Sports Breakfast team, You've got the Albury meeting on Saturday where you've got such a good group of horses around that Riverina area and you've got a really strong um, uh, section of horses here from the 100 Northwest region. I think these two races on Saturday will definitely have horses that will be placing in that final. I think they're, they're just very, very strong. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Cody is fronting up again with Saguso. Um, you know, uh, not Saguso, the other horse that he's got running around in the country champs as well. So he's gone close on most occasions. He's always had uh, solid runners in the country champs on April 1. Um, We sincerely hope and others will get there um, and it could be his year this year, I think. So, you know, we're just going to keep pushing and and providing every opportunity for our country trainers to go to that next level uh, and and take home the big one, $500,000 on race day, you know, with the country champs in April. So it's... um, it, it's a very, very special event, and uh, you know, mate, I look forward to uh, catching up with you 
at Canamble. Um, I don't know where we're going to stay, mate, so we might be crashing in your car at this point. <laughs> I'll get the Sky Racing Winnebago. I'll get the Winnebago set up and we'll do a tour. We do have to do a tour one of these times, Kevin, because it is good to, to get out there and I think we can... Uh, definitely see some parts of New South Wales. And we say this all the time to people listening in metro areas and other parts of the state. Jump in the car and see some of country New South Wales. And if you can tie in a race meeting, you definitely be getting, uh, going back. Have a good morning this morning, uh, Minister. Thanks for coming on the program. Always a pleasure, Dave. Thanks for what you do for regional racing as well. Mr Kevin Anderson there, the Minister for Hospitality and Racing. That's a title you want. Um, nothing better. And uh, looking forward to seeing... Kevin here, uh, of course, he is the local member for Tamworth and uh, he will be here on Sunday supporting the club and he'll also be out at Canamble as well for their big meeting, uh, which is going to be brilliant to see how the team at Canamble go again. The last time I was in Canamble was a few moons ago. It was actually around the time of, and it just shows with what's happened in the world, you forget, we had that uh, terrible mice plague. Uh, which was uh, just extraordinary. Some of the the vision that uh, the the team was showing me out there and uh, what was happening in that part of the world. So uh, I know that uh, the Canamble Race Club have had a, a number of race meetings since then and obviously they've gone ahead in leaps and bounds. In fact, that day that I was at Canamble a couple of years ago, I, I was blown away by the setup they had there in the track. It was sensational uh, and the work that they've put into it. And again, a country club that is not... Uh, it doesn't have a payroll of millions and millions of dollars. It's a, it's a club, like a lot of these clubs that we go to, where it heavily relies on volunteers and the local community getting behind them. So um, looking forward to getting to Canamble and also Maruya too and next week and I really appreciate the Minister and his time.